People who ran into the weird kid from school years later, how did he or she turn out? My friend's dad told him about the weird classmate he had. Nobody really took him seriously. When they were in their last grades, that kid decided that right after school, he'll be growing fun guy instead of studying. Everyone laughed at him. And guess what? Right now, he owns probably the largest organic farm business both in the country and most likely in the whole region. Sounds like a pretty fun guy. We had a kid that would do weird stuff in front of other kids for attention. Climb into bins, eat old food out of the bins, let people throw yogurt over him, dive into bushes, that sort of thing. Otherwise, he seemed mostly harmless. Ended up in prison for pouring a kettle of boiling water over a guy and a girl who he fancied. They were at a house party. He saw her talking to a guy. So he went to the kitchen, boiled the kettle, then calmly walked up to them and poured it over their heads. I'm not sure he had ever even spoken to her, but he was seemingly jealous that she was talking to another guy. Then, after he was released from prison for that, he took his mother's car on a joyride with two of his mates, crashed into a car driven by an elderly couple, then ran off, leaving his two mates dead and the elderly couple badly injured. I think he's still in prison for that. Not quite as bad, but we had another weird kid who would talk to no one and would spend all day drawing graffiti in a sketchbook, which he guarded with his life. Not good graffiti, he just kept drawing his tag in different fonts. I think it was Azpect, or some other badly spelt word. If he spoke, it was usually just to tell people how great he thought Banksy was. He ended up spraying his tag all over our small and otherwise graffiti-free English town, and was immediately arrested after his old teachers recognized it. I think the sketchbook was used as evidence. He was then arrested a second time for spraying his tag on the side of the courthouse in front of half a dozen CCTV cameras. I bumped into him a year or so back, and now he works for a charity which runs a kids club in the next town over. He teaches kids how to skate and BMX, as well as running street art classes where they legally decorate the skate park with graffiti. I wouldn't say I ran into him, but I occasionally drive past the penny kid walking around slumped in a leather jacket and greasy hair on a hot summer day. I really have no idea what he's doing with this life, but he still seems pretty weird. Back in high school, he was always collecting change that he'd find on the ground, and I found out later he actually saved up $500 or so and donated it to charity. I thought a lot differently about him once I found out. Didn't run into him, but randomly saw a TED talk he gave on YouTube. He's a physicist now, and has been lobbying the government to increase funding for science education in order to ensure future generations can continue the fight against climate change. He's a way better person than I became. One kid like that died in a car accident senior year. Everyone then pretended they were his best friend and that they were so sad, etc, etc, etc. These people basically tortured this kid. Their reactions were disgustingly fake. I never realized how many phony monsters I knew until that happened. Luckily, I never had to see those people again soon after. She was actually doing really well. I almost didn't recognize her because she looked so much different. She joined the military, so was cleaned up, in better shape, etc. And seemed like she was happy. Sadly, she died in a car accident a year or so later girl in high school used to be really to herself, super into anime, just assumed she was shy, so I'd make a point to have small chats with her every day, until one day she said her pillow wasn't screwing her right. Apparently, her pillow had conscience, and she used it to pleasure herself. Graduated a few months later. Fast forward to about three months ago. I'm making coffee at a cafe when said girl walks up to me. She's super polite and bubbly, but as I ask how her day is going, she tells me that the demon that forced himself upon her was actually her guardian angel, and she needed him around or something. Haven't seen her since. In case somebody needed to be told today, don't stick it in crazy. Ran into the kid who was effectively the school bully at the bank one day. He wasn't a physical bully, but made fun of everyone and was just mean in general. He walks up to me holding his daughter and gave me a classic white guy, well gosh darn it, how the heck are ya? And this is gonna sound crazy, but he legit became the nicest guy in the world. Extremely well adjusted, great family, great career. 
He invited me to go out to the driving range the following Sunday, and for whatever reason, I was inclined to go. Wound up hitting golf balls and smoking jays with him for most of the day and had a heart-to-heart. Turns out, he was terribly abused his entire life, and his father punished him by forcing him to stay awake all night. He was petrified to go home, so he did whatever he could to get detention. Explains a lot. Never judge someone until you've walked a mile in their shoes. There was a weird kid in my middle school who would eat hand sanitizer, cut his fingers, and write 666 on the classroom walls with his blood, and other creepy things. Apparently, he had a crush on me, and asked me to the 8th grade prom, but I declined. Fast forward to the last day of middle school. I received a message from him on Facebook saying he had a huge crush on me, and that he would off himself if I didn't feel the same. I told him that despite what he had just sent me, I wasn't interested. A few months later, we start high school, but since there's four high schools in my area, a lot of us were scattered around, and we ended up going to different schools. I never saw him again, but through Facebook, I saw that he started a relationship with a girl that also attended her middle school. He looked really happy, and honestly, I was happy for him. He seemed to have grown out of that weird middle school stage and genuinely seemed like a great guy. Around two years later, I was a junior in high school, I go to a local supermarket and just mind my business. The next day, I receive a message from him on Facebook saying he was working at the supermarket and happened to see me. I messaged him back and apologized for not seeing him and saying hi. He then proceeded to apologize for all of the weird middle school stuff and that message he had sent me on the last day of 8th grade. I told him all was fine and we left it at that. Now, by the looks of his Facebook, he's a workout fanatic and his body has changed a lot. He also seems to be going to college and spends a lot of time with his family. I'm glad he's doing fine. Calmed down significantly and is happily married now. He acted out in school because he was being abused by his foster parents at home. Nobody knew at the time. I don't know, he just keeps making crappy edits of Drew Pickles from the Rugrats going places around town and talking in a text-to-speech voice. That's hyper-specific. There was this kid in junior high that was really quiet and had no friends at the time. One day, my English teacher pulls me out of the classroom and asks me to befriend him because he didn't have friends. So I did, and we became friends. We went to different high schools, so kind of lost connection. He would text me every now and then. He found me on Facebook when he was working on his engineering degree. He is now married and works for SpaceX as an engineer. He renamed himself Green Dragon of the West. He's a network engineer, so okay, I guess. Voice actors note, a lot of these stories are about the weird kid committing heinous crimes that I cannot talk about on YouTube, so apologies if some of these stories turn up a little short. I saw her at a con I was working, where she came up to my guest and was telling him about her book that she hadn't started writing, but was due the next day and still had 10,000 words left to write. She also kept looking at her phone and dramatically sighing and saying things about how she wished her publisher would leave her alone. So, still making up things to try and make herself look better. I'm doing fine and have not murdered anyone. I was the weird kid. Mom was never really around, no father figure, we lived in a half-renovated house with animal feces throughout because my mom kept her dogs indoors 24-7. We were also extremely broke, like mom would go hungry to feed my sister and I. My mother, on reflection, was mentally unwell due to the depression of losing her mom two years prior. She still hasn't recovered to this day. I realized years later my clothes probably smell like animal feces all the time. I had very few friends in high school. I ended up getting into drugs at 13 to escape from my crappy life, plus I had no boundaries or restrictions for my parental figures. I also lived on my PlayStation and Game Boy due to not having any friends to actually spend time with, making me socially inept. Both my sister and I were eventually uplifted by welfare services, and I ended up in a boys' home for three years, where I finally got the boundaries and basic care I needed. I had a great social worker, who worked hard to set me up with a positive future despite my circumstances. I slowly gained social skills and realized I could have a normal life. 
After leaving school, I realized I had a strong work ethic that led me to work up to holding management positions in basically every business I've worked in since my early 20s. It also got me through university doing a Bachelor of Social Work. Now, I'm a social worker, supporting young adults to change the direction of their lives and to have a life they could be proud of. I've just been promoted to manage the service I work for and to grow the service so it could be extended to other districts. I guess I've done alright for myself when I look at where I've come from. I'm also happily married with three amazing kids, whom I make my life mission to have a better upbringing than the one I experienced. For those who are asking about my mom and my sister, my sister became a semi-pro athlete and also graduated uni. She's in a long-term relationship and has a job that enables her to train for her sporting discipline. Mom's doing okay. She's still not mentally there, but she is better than she was and she does try most days. She loves the grandkids and spoils them every time she sees them. She's got a job now and has held it down for a few months. Her decision making is still poor sometimes, but my sister and I keep an eye on her and challenge her decisions when they're not helpful to her quality of life. He's in prison for owning, uh, my lord. Like I said before, can't mention that on YouTube. It's CP, by the way. He was still wearing the same hoodie that he had every single day in high school, five years after graduation. I don't know what I'd expected, but it blew my mind. She moved to New York City and was one of the stars of a Broadway musical. See? The weird kid in school can have a successful acting career. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm pretty sure I was the weird kid. But runner-up was a very nice but shy girl who immigrated from China and loved computers, but was incredibly meek. A conversation was like prying teeth, would only make strange noises in class, etc. And frankly, in hindsight, what little she said at the time makes me realize now she was in an emotionally abusive household. Example. She had some small role in a school play in middle school. I was happy for her when I saw that her mom came as she said she doubted her mom would come. I asked afterwards and she said her mom said she looked like a sack of dog bones on the stage during her part. I legit did not know what to say when she says stuff like that because I was a kid myself. Fortunately, I can say I know how she turned out and it's a happy ending. We went to the same college and she was originally signed up for pre-med because even though this gal was a computer whiz, her mom insisted she had to be a doctor. Within a year though, she rebelled against everything and became a computer science major, the horror, and became a known source of advice for other kids of Asian descent in particular, seeking to stand up to their parents' expectations. She's now a test engineer working for a household name computing company and posts pictures of international travel and various geeky hobbies. So... I guess she was great once she could find herself, and most of the weirdness was imposed upon her. People are asking how I was weird. Unfortunately, while astronomy is a cool thing to be into as an adult, it is not when you are at an all-girls high school. This was combined with how honestly I didn't know how to interact with a lot of the other kids. I wasn't shy, but had real trouble making friends. Was very ostracized in elementary school too, like kid who sat alone at lunch for years, and didn't figure it out until college. I've told this before, but my dad told me about a kid he went to high school with who used to sit in the back of the class mumbling and giggling to himself all the time. Occasionally, he'd pick his nose and eat the results. Despite this, my dad said, he was apparently really smart and got all A's. He told me the guy's name, and since it was pretty distinctive, I looked him up online. He was a federal appeals court judge. Wow, my dad has a similar high school story. I promise that my recollection of this is true, but my father may have embellished some bits, though I don't see why he would. Back when my father was in high school, he had several classes with the weird kids slash outcast, always kept to himself and had trouble making friends because he wasn't engaging in conversations like most people are. Not that he wouldn't socialize, but rather, he only socialized when necessary, and to him, it was a means to an end. For context, the story was told like a decade ago, and that kid was Tom Cruise. I did verify, they indeed went to the same high school together, and were in the same year, so take from that what you will. 
It's been seven years and he still messages me on Facebook once a week. I haven't spoken to him or applied in seven years and he sends me paragraphs of text. I see it as a dang game now. Freaking seven years. What the heck, Mark? It's only a couple years out of high school at this point, but one of my good friends is high-functioning autistic, and thus was considered very weird in high school. He's found a job stocking the refrigerators at a local supermarket and is enjoying that from what he tells me. He's taking classes on and off at a local university, but doesn't know what he wants to go into. He's also getting into writing fanfiction and is continuing his passion for LEGO. On a side note, his creations in LEGO are super impressive, especially considering his limited resources. He discovered that he was better at interacting with computers than with people and became a software engineer. Ran into him at Costco, wrapping up a PhD at 25. Not bad at all. There was a girl at my school who I'll call Melanie. Melanie was easily the most socially awkward slash unaware girl I've ever met. Like, pleasuring herself at school awkward. Picking her nose and eating it publicly awkward. By the end of high school, she had figured out how not to do these insane things that made people stare and laugh at her, but needless to say, she had a rough go, but she was also one of those people who was a really nice, genuine person. I moved away after college and didn't have Facebook until at least 10 years after graduation, so I had no idea what most of my classmates were doing. Maybe five years ago, I spotted her and friended her. She ended up marrying this guy who went to our school and was maybe three years older than us. I knew him from work, and he asked me out at one point. He was also really, really nice, but super nerdy and socially awkward. I didn't think about it at the time, but when I saw she married him, I was like, oh my god, they're perfect for each other. They moved to a state that has a bunch of mountains and they don't have any children, so they're always posting all these amazing hiking and rock climbing adventures they're doing together. They go to all kinds of festivals together. Renaissance, I think. Star Trek. Horror, etc. They look super happy, and I talked to her grandma last year, who told me they're as happy as clams. I'm just so happy for her. The type of weird that you wanted to have as a friend rather than not. I have a few too many stories with this kid in middle slash high school. He was a kleptomaniac, had illegal, exotic, and dangerous pets, obsession with knives and weapons, had no regard for normal social standards and cues. Despite him being an innately skilled entrepreneur, he was a general menace to society. I went off to college and later learned his home was raided by ATF. His father had been manufacturing automatic weapons for the Latin Kings, and they charged him on an unregistered gun and pot-slash-shroom chocolates found in his room. Last I heard of him after he got out of prison was on a flyer for a community board advertising basic around the house labor, with his head superimposed on a cartoon Superman. I met him at a bus stop, and I only managed to say, Hey, how are you? What are you doing nowadays? He responded, I'm a cat! Meow! Meow! And ran away across the road, where he almost got hit by a car in the process. I didn't see him come back to take a bus. I suppose he turned into a furry or something? He is so much happier than he was in high school, where people would physically assault him, harass him, and mock him. He has autism and is obsessed with Batman and sharks. The last time I saw him was two years ago when I was walking around my friend's college, and he was delighted to see me, and even remembered my name where we caught up, and he told me all about how he had been on vacation and got to go out on a boat and see sharks. I mean, Batman and sharks are both pretty freaking rad. Still weird. Not as weird as in high school when he invited me over to have frozen pizzas and watch Animal Planet, the original Netflix and chill. He asked every single day in science class, without fail. Then he wiped his bugs in the front of my desk. <sighs> we had a kid who thought he was a ninja. He even wore the shoes with the split toes. Ended up getting busted talking 12-year-old girls online into favors at a local park. While awaiting trial was busted by internet vigilantes posing as underage girls going after multiple faked accounts. His trial was on the news quite a bit. 
About 10 years later, there was an expose on conditions at a prison, and he was interviewed working out in the yard. Few years after his release, a news crew knocked on his door for one of those kitty diddlers in your neighborhood, do you know where they are segments. One of the kids from back in school has a very nice compilation of all these segments. At a 10-year-old high school reunion, met up with two guys. One who was captain of the football team, always had the hot chicks, you know the type. The other who had been a painfully shy and awkward nerd that was shunned and made fun of. Overheard the conversation when the nerd instigated it with Mr. Football, which went something like this. Hey, uh, what have you been doing with yourself? Mr. Football said he was in the Navy, I forget the rank, and was a cook at the Brig, aka Navy Jail. Nerd replied, hey, I joined the Navy too. He went on to very humbly say he was a lieutenant commander, fighter pilot, and was working on his PhD in some sort of engineering field. He walked off. True revenge of the nerd. I thought this was going to end in one of those and everybody clap stories, but I'm glad this was more believable. Just saw a guy who ran with the weird crowd at my school. They were the anime manga type crowd, but I always respected them for doing what they enjoyed. He approached me at the local gym, a very polite, respectful guy always, and I found out that he was working and playing in two bands. I'm glad he came up to me, and I'm extremely glad he's doing what he loves to do. Let people do what they do, as they'll probably let you do what you love to as well. He's still my friend, still weird, just a bit more mature. I think he'll be single forever though. He gets girls, but never long term. He's just too… unique. It will have to be a very certain person. Those words are doing a lot of heavy lifting there. I'm not sure you trust that kid at all. Weird, but always mad and very strong. My dad sent me a newspaper clipping some years ago. He was around 40 and at a country and western nightclub when three men in their 20s jumped him in the parking lot. He then went inside and told the bar owner that he'd been jumped in his parking lot. He then told him to call the police and to make sure an ambulance was called because they were hurt badly. Call an ambulance, but not for me. I dated the weird kid in middle school, but he moved away and we lost contact. We reconnected when I was in college. He dropped out of high school and was kind of lost in life. He'd gotten two girls pregnant and was working three jobs to pay child support. He flirted heavily with me when we talked and I decided it wasn't worth the baggage and politely stepped out of his life. Last I heard, he became a skinhead and joined an alt-right faction in Oklahoma. This is a certified zero to a hundred moment. I was a weird kid. The way I would put it is, if I were born 10 to 15 years later, I probably would have been diagnosed as being on the autism spectrum. I was smart, emotionally precocious, but I had a lot of strange coordination and motor control issues. For me, playing looked like collecting or sorting piles of things from the backyard or lining up my toys in height order. Never had many friends, dressed like a dork, had trouble fitting in. I was awkward, teased, and bullied into late middle school. I grew out of it somehow. I don't really remember there being any process. I like to think that I grew into myself. I got good social skills. I'm relatively attractive, and people like me. Still have some weird idiosyncrasies, but I'm cool enough to own them nowadays. My childhood and adolescence still influence a lot of my fears, but overall, I'm glad to be who I am now, and growing up was important for that to happen. Let me introduce you to Josh. Josh was a strange boy in both looks and demeanor. Clearly, he was from a poor background, which stood out in school because the overall demographic of the school was middle to upper middle class. So Josh shows up on the first day, slightly grubby looking, barely able to write his own name at 11 years old and looking like he wanted to punch a wall. He quickly made a name for himself, acting up in class, being tardy, and generally being a bit of a nuisance. He'd disrupt lessons, he'd lash out at other students, and he had a clear anger problem. Josh became an easy target for bullies because he would react to their bullying, usually by throwing a chair. It's fair to say, Josh had little to no friends. We were a tutor group of about 27 to 30, depending on people coming and going. Not a particularly tight-knit, but we had bonded over a couple things. A girl who'd had a brush with death was our tutor. 
one of our tutors left partway through the year. By year nine, we, for the most part, began to tolerate Josh. Josh, as a result, became more trusting and calmed down. He still had a heck of a temper and he was still an easy target, but he began to try and socialize a bit more. One day, it was a rainy lunchtime, and he came and sat with a group of us, all from the same tutor group. We asked him how he was, and he disclosed to us that his mum's new boyfriend had been showing him homosexual adult images. We, of course, being 13 to 14, didn't really know what to say or how to react, but there was a resounding consensus that that was not normal. He'd hinted at a very, very unhappy home life before. In hindsight, I don't know why any of the teachers didn't pick up on it when things he had mentioned were such a safeguarding risk. The more and more Josh disclosed, more of how miserable his home life was, how abused he was, the more respect we had for him. He didn't know anything other than violence. He had never been shown love or respect. He had never been given the opportunity to better himself. Over time, we became very, very protective of Josh. The cool boys in our tutor group would step into fights to defend him. We'd all keep an eye out for him when he was walking home, etc. I saw Josh about a year ago. I caught a glimpse of him in the street and shouted his name. He came running over and gave me the biggest bear hug ever. He told me he'd been working really hard on himself and that he was hoping to get a job in the local comic book shop where he spends hours and hours reading. He seemed genuinely happy and like he'd escaped his abusive background. Honestly, I wish him the absolute best and I hope he finds both happiness and stability. Last time I saw him, he was running across campus, although he wasn't late for class. He did this in high school all the time. I caught his attention and we walked and chatted. He was my friend in high school. He's doing great. Weird is good. Weird hugging girl. Just saw her about a month ago. She's a teacher now and living the American dream. I can tell her favorite teacher was also mine. She operates just like him. She's on a successful path. Homeboy, whose parents adopted him for the tax break, is happily married with children. He found love and despite everything going against him, is successful. High school students have read it. Just because they're that kid does not mean they are not human. Be humble. We've all been that kid. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.